Exactly. Cheryl Swoop. That's exactly what I think of when I think of a comb over that's not 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 working correctly. Cool. Oh man. Welcome to the Higher Energy Superpower. This is episode twenty one of the Turbo Duo Cast. Twenty one. That's how many times I wanna come. And another one and another one twenty four carats. I'm your host, Salvatore Mata, and to my left is my brother from another game show lover. He puts the ass in classic gaming. He is the oral assassin, Trenton E. Wright III. Yo, it's Oral B. <laughs> oral Hershizer. That's what they call me. The Oral Hershizer of podcasting. What are your top five favorite orals of all time? <laughs> uh, like as in like a, a person, place, or thing? Or to me? <laughs> all of the above. I mean, whatever we want to throw in there. This is a hodgepodge. It's a... I mean, you got Oral B, and then you got Oral Hershizer. I don't know if it, Oral Redenbacher. No, it hits. That's Orville. 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 <laughs> ah, Orville. Ah. Uh, he got me. Yeah, this isn't like Family uh, Feud. <laughs> Top five Orals. Put it on the yeah, board. Yeah. <laughs> My mistress. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of another <laughs> oral scenario sister. or person. My wife's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the topic? <laughs> Top five orals. <laughs> we surveyed 100 people. <laughs> oh, start off with a bang, Trent. A can you believe that this is episode 21? Uh, yes, I can believe because it is a number and numbers exist. I guess so. <laughs> In Spanish, it would be 21. <laughs> Who's a, what, is there a famous 21? Hmm. What do you I mean? Can, in what way? Uh, sports. Oh, number twenty-one. I can't remember yeah. Wayne Gretzky's jersey number. So it's the great thirty-three, isn't it? I don't know. Eighty-eight. That's Larry Bird. You'll, oh no! I I know the chief from uh, Chief Wahoo from uh, the Celtics, Robert Parrish. Double, oh, Robert du- Parrish. D- double zero. Yep. Wasn't Kevin McHale zero? Wasn't there like zero and double zero? Something like that. Damn, Kevin McHale. First of all, who's a double zero? How is that even a number? Isn't isn't that just superfluous? Wouldn't it just be one zero? Obsequious, some might say. No? I don't know. Yeah, double zero. I don't know. I don't know if why any, they allowed that. If anybody's wondering, this is the very last Dogs versus Shinobi. Nobody's wondering. That I have, and I'm probably not going to get it anymore soon, so... We're gonna say good, but we're gonna we're gonna pour this last one out. We're going to bid adieu. Yep, and my uh, my brand new Sonic the Hedgehog glass. Sonic. Because everybody the needs Hedgehog. everybody needs at least five of these. So, in case you're wondering, I know it's a kick I know in the glass. Juki, Juki is a party in the can. Hey, what's better than Juki? Juki, 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 Juki. I got this Juki cooking gun. I drink 93,000 cans and I got this Juki sock! Oh, I got this Juki helmet! Hey. I got the Juki seat captain! Arr. I got this Juki hornet's I got a Juki hernia belt! Just like my favorite basketball player! I got this Juki chainsaw! Thanks, Juki! Is that from Little Mermaid? Uh. Is no. that a commercial? Is that a commercial? That was a commercial. I think it was for like a drink. Juki? Juki. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, so, remember, it sounds offensive, doesn't it? Remember, Bo, <laughs> remember Boku. Yeah, that with, was like with, the bootleg Capri Sun, with, right? With Richard Lewis. 
Richard Lewis? Yeah, the comedian. Huey Lewis? He was in the he was in the uh, commercial for it. I'm trying to think of Are what you was are it you looking called? it up right now? Juki Juki Juki. Oh, J O O K Y. Sponsored by Pele. Yeah, Juki. It's saying fruity is a party in a can. <laughs> Juki. I've never heard of the this The Juki before. juice. Was this was this, was this on Univision? <laughs> it was on Telemundo. <laughs> Did, did they sell it like, in America? There's like barely any pictures of it. All you see is just like the logo. Or maybe it was fake. Dude, I don't, I don't know what it was from. I, You know what I miss? It so might have been like on a Nickelodeon thing or something. I don't know. Talk about the, Let ga- me reminisce. the games of like the 80s and the 90s. What about Jolt? Oh, it was a Sprite commercial. I think they were oh. like making fun of it. I got gotcha. you. Like, yeah, okay. What about Jolt Cola? Yeah, they. Uh, I, I, mean, they, I miss that. I think they came back with it a little while ago. Does it have the same amount of caffeine as it did in the 80s and 90s? Yeah, 400 milligrams. No, isn't, I don't know. Isn't that what a like an energy drink is? No, four hundred. No, that'd be like two of them, two sixteen ounce cans of Monster. Oh, jeez. Actually, no, that'd be even less. Um, what did you say, Jolt Cola? Mm. Yeah, I don't. It, it it just had a little bit more caffeine. It was like a Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. I feel like it had like double the amount well, of caffeine. I mean, yeah, but that's still like how much Mountain Dew had. No, oh. you know, still, still what Mountain Dew? Mm. Yeah, it's like eighty. 80 or 90 milligrams and in, a, in a 16 ounce bottle. I think it's like, uh, I think in 12 ounces, it's like 40 something. Mr. Nutrition over here. Well, yeah, it's on the can, you know? Yeah. You're, I would say you're one of few that actually <laughs> pays close attention and then remembers exactly how many milligrams yeah. of caffeine there are, but you drink a lot of energy drinks. So. I think it's in like in a 12 ounce can of Diet Coke or Coke. It's like 44 milligrams or something like that. What's in coffee? Like 120? But yeah, all depends on the size. Mm. Uh, no, I think a standard cup of coffee is like eighty or eighty to one hundred. Mm-hmm. Very standard. Very standard. You know, very standard. So we're going to be talking about a uh, arcade game <laughs> from the from coffee the, and Red Bull from the early nineties. <laughs> Speaking of coffee and Red Bull, um, we're going to be talking about Sunset Riders. Yeehaw! Which is a very early nineties uh, arcade run and gun game. Um, which is a true classic. Very typical 90s. It's, um, you know, it's it's a game that, well, we'll get into it, but it's a game <laughs> that has a lot of flair, a lot of style, a lot, a of, lot action, of character. And, a uh, lot of girls, made, a lot of guys. Made its <laughs> made its mark. Uh, there's there's girls and guys in this game, unless you're playing the Super Nintendo version. Um, I mean, they're still there. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. There's there's a few girls in there. There's a few girls in there. We will we will talk about it. It's not the ladies, the ladies. Yeah. Um. I don't want to get too far into it. I don't want to overstep myself. I don't want to step over a step. I want to go back a step. You don't want to jump to conclusions, right? <laughs> right. There's a mat for that. Into the introduction. Yeah. Well, it's funny because the other night, <clears throat> as I'm as I'm, as I'm preparing, you know, for this episode, I watched Major League. I don't know if I told you this. Which is a movie we would have been watching right around the time that we were playing Sunset Riders. It's like 92, 93. So Major League came out in 89, late 89 around there, but... Sunset Riders was... We, yeah. Sunset Riders was 91, 92 and 93 on the on the home ports, but Major League was like a big movie back in the early 90s. Oh, yeah. That we were, that we were watching. God damn it, Dorn! Well, it's like, you know, you, you watch <laughs> movies today, and, you know, I don't... I, Major League had a thrill that, like, I thought that I was worried they were going to lose in the end again. And I've watched that movie (laughs) like twelve times. (laughs) You know, yeah, it's like Rocky. You know, it's like Rocky. Yeah, you you think he's oh, he's he's going to lose. Is it? (laughs) But when have we had a movie 
like that where you were you were just at the edge of your seat because you were so invested in the characters and the just the comedy and, and every, everything with the movie that you just fell in love with it that you were like I man if they lose this game I'm literally throwing the the, the tape out you know or in this case a DVD or the digital copy uh, you know it was uh, the VHS tape that's actually what I said I said it reminds me of Rocky in that way um, yeah just uh, you're goddamn right so I don't know I just feel like you don't get that feeling from movies today. I don't know. There was a more cinematic quality of it that had it, it brought together the, the the sports, the drama. You had uh, the catcher guy with the girl and that whole love, you know, yeah, triangle, love triangle. Yeah, you know, with with her fiance or wow, whatever. Wow, you know, all the all the different uh, characters in it. Just a bit outside. Yeah, and then you get you get the <laughs> announcer and everything. So it was. Was it uh, Bob Euchre? Bob Euchre, yeah. Ball four. Ball eight. Who I didn't even Ball know. Ball twelve. I always thought he was just the Indians announcer, but he's actually the Brewers announcer. Yeah. Wild thing loads the bases. <laughs> Ball eight. Ball twelve. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, I don't know why Major League was whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Hey, mm. anytime you can bring up Major League, mm. you can bring it up, which I do own. A wild thing jersey. Yes, you do. Remember, you got that on eBay. Yeah. This remember, this was back in the day where you know you were you were on eBay, but you could only do it from your computer. Right. Like I didn't even have a eBay on my phone. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they were ha- you were able to do it on your phone. There was no then. app yet. Yeah, I had to like I was like working or something. I had to call you. Yo, make can you bid on this for me so I don't lose it? Remember? <laughs> Did, and that was the one we won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wild thing Cleveland jersey. Yeah. I think that was like 2008 <clears throat> or something like that. It was years ago. Yeah, I don't even. I didn't even have a phone. That, I don't even. Yeah, there probably was a phone that you can get the eBay. There was like some eBay kind of. In 08, though, I don't think we really even had smartphones, but at that point, I didn't. No, no. I just say yeah, I. Just, I, I, I remember a, call, like calling you. I had a razor. <laughs> I just remember like calling you. Hey, can you bid? Can you like put? Can you up my bid on it so I don't lose? <laughs> Do you remember what it cost you? I don't think it was that much. I think it might have been around like sixty dollars or something like that. Is it a full one or does it have the sleeves cut off? <laughs> no, it's it's an actual jersey. It's a regular jersey. Nice, Ricky Vaughn, mm. ninety nine, huh? Yeah, winning. <laughs> so uh, let's get into some show notes. And uh, they still make those. <laughs> yeah, I only have I only have one show note, and that's uh, I've been. Well, I was when we when we made the last episode talking about the Jaguar, just watching always a lot of Jaguar content. And why, as you should. Why is it that we are changing the way that we talk now, on online? Like from what we, the way we used to talk. Like we used to say niche. Like Tevin Campbell. And now everybody's it's niche. Now everybody says niche. Like uh, we're not French. <laughs> we always said niche. What, why are we saying niche now? Well, people online, a lot of commentators are saying Jaguar. Oh, are you talking Americans, about uh, Americans? Second opinion games guy. I'm, there's all, several of them. Oh. They're calling it Jaguar. Maybe it's just, I know that it might just be the way he pronounces it. I mean, that's I, I the way know. that's the way British people say the word Jaguar. Maybe just they, they just want to say it to piss you off. I think so. I think what they're saying. <laughs> I think what they where they want to come from is well, it's not Jaguar, but if you Jaguar, say, if you say Jaguar, you're just you're just an ass. You know, I mean, uh, don't get it confused with Jaguar, which is the official clothing is, line of exactly, the Atari Jaguar, which is all premium, a hundred percent cotton, polyester, hand mi- spun mix, <laughs> nylon base, <laughs> hand spun in Indonesia <laughs> and China, all natural. Yeah, but it, it reminded me of when I used to work at the bakery. People would come in and they would say, "Oh, can I have a croissant?" I'd be like, "Get out! Get out!" <laughs> Just 
<laughs> just leave. Don't use that language around here. Yeah, d- don't. In front of my kids. If front of my kids. Don't. St- and my goddamn family. You're going to call it a croissant? <laughs> don't stain this place by calling it a croissant. First of all, you're in a, you're an Italian bakery. A croissant? A croissant. A croissant. Oh, you can miss the croissant. Yeah. It's a, no, it's a it's a croissant. You can say croissant. You're American. It's fine. Am I am I just getting the too upset things. about this? Should yeah. I? I mean, we're just talking about croissants. All right. It's per- good thing. It, good thing it hasn't bothered you for 25 years. It's, it's a good thing. It's perfectly. Let me let just me just been waiting for. Let me give you guys a PSA. It's perfectly fine to say Jaguar, Jaguar, right? Jaguar. Just say two with syllables. Me. Say it with me. Jaguar. Jaguar. Clip it out. Perfectly fine. Totally American. That's a good thing. All right. I'm proud to be an American. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. That was my only show note. That was the only thing I had. We had a perfect episode otherwise. Allegedly. You know. All right. Let's get into our modern retro <laughs> moment, otherwise known as our it's still real to me, damn it moment. God damn it. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> oh, yes. I think I'm getting really crotchety in my old age. Pause. <clears throat> What's getting wrong? Really... What's wrong with crotchety? Hmm. Is there something wrong with crotchety? No, no, you're Not fine. crotchy. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like a, that sounds like a problem. <laughs> Not crotchy. <laughs> that just sounds like a problem. Like, I don't know it is. You know, I got a case of the crotchy. You know, it's... Not really working out too well. Doc's still trying to figure it out. Yeah, I went in for testing. Yeah. You know. They're going to get back to me next week. <laughs> Damn, a whole week. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> I play games with my little guy. And we play a lot of retro games. And the other night, we were... he want, I, I fixed my PlayStation 4. The disk drive was, wasn't working. I fixed, Was it just a laser? It, no. It was it was the, the installs getting corrupted by updates. The installs getting corrupted by updates. So the game installs, but then there's updates that get updated from time to time on each game. Well, it, an update would come down, but then it would corrupt the original install. So when I try to load the disc, it would say, oh, we don't recognize it. Oh. Your game, this is not a game that, that you have here, but it, but the, but somehow it's connecting with the with the install file. So I had, I have to erase the install files and then reinstall them. And now it finally works again. Hmm. But that's, that's not that's not the problem. The problem is when your son says, "Daddy, I want to play Star Wars: The Force Awakens," which I had to hunt down for him. Finally, found it. For some reason, it's not on. It's any, a game. Yeah, there's uh, no Star Wars games. Lego Lego Force Awakens. It's not on. Uh, they don't have any more Star, Lego Star Wars games after The Force Awakens. I don't. As of this recording, I don't know of any that are, have come out. But I would I would not know. The Force Awakens was the last one, the most recent one one that has come out. Whoa, hello. Um, that's the most recent one that has come out. So I was like, all right, well, let's get this game. And I, I'm not thinking, I'm like, all right, let's just, let's play this game. He wants to play this game. Probably going to be five minutes and then he's going to get bored and then we're going to want something else. (laughs) And so I put it in and of course it's like, okay, we're in, we're installing from the disc and it's like, okay, it's going to be 50 minutes. Oh, you, you bought it? Yeah. Oh. So it's like, it's going to be 15 minutes. Okay, fine. install it? So 15 minutes go by. It's like, and he's like, Daddy's, he's da- da- Daddy, is it ready? Is it ready? <laughs> yeah, just installed. Okay, let's go ready to play. Oh, wait a now minute, it's wait. No, 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 now it's... Now it's got to load the now, install? Now it, then it, well, yeah, then it had to, then it had to, 
It downloaded it, then it had to upload install it. or up whatever. There's two steps to yeah whatever it it's is. Got to install and then it's got to load like upload the install. Right. Then once it loads the install, now it says we need to get the update file. Of course. Which which took three point seven which, gigs, which was, which was forty five minutes estimated between like forty five and sixty minutes. So like I'm we're sitting here, now he's got to go to bed. That's what you just play. You just pop in a uh, Return of the Jedi on Super Nintendo or right. something. So it's just where we've come from and what what is acceptable nowadays. What people are comfortable with, it's just it's night and day from what we had before. You wanted to play Shadows of the Empire on Nintendo sixty four. You pop that sucker in. You pop that sucker in. And immediately you're in the Hoth level, you know, and it's yeah. you're just you're just <laughs> no loading times, no lo- lot lot of grease on that screen, but other than that, you know what you're you can play s- it. you're smooth sailing, you know, like Christopher Cross, who's that? Sailing takes me away where I want to We started playing uh, Medieval on PlayStation Four. Do you remember Medieval on oh, PlayStation I, I, One? Oh, I, I was like medieval. I thought you were gonna say PlayStation Two or something. I, I, I feel like I've heard the name, but I've never, I definitely never played it. Yeah, so medieval is a game that I actually got on Christmas morning of 1998. It was a game you asked for. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep, and it's basically a hack and slash sort of um, action game that has puzzle elements. So you're like going through a graveyard, you're going through a forest, you're going through a city area, a town. And you're opening doors, you're getting keys, but it's level to level. There's keys no keys, open doors, it's, keys, it's, keys, open doors. Yeah, it's not an open world game, but it's a, it's a it's a great game. It's a great classic PlayStation One game that maybe we'll talk about at some point. But um, the new the new one on PlayStation Four is, in my opinion, is phenomenal. They did such a good job. All they did they took the same game code it looks like, and they just updated the graphics, updated it to 1080p. It runs smooth. Oh wait, so it's a remaster or it's, it's, it's different? Ba- it's basically a it's like a remake remaster. It's the same game but they've updated all of the graphics to be PlayStation 4 style graphics. So it's not it's not like a completely new story game. Same story, uh, same gameplay, same it's it plays exactly like you. the original PlayStation 1 game but they've updated it. And I think it's awesome. I wish they would do more of that with a lot of old games where like one of the ones that I I've, I've always wanted them to do is Mario 64. I would love to play through Mario 64 with, like, the Switch-style graphics. Oh, I got gotcha. Where they update all the character models, all the, all, you know, everything in there is updated to be new. I would play through that game again in a heartbeat. And they came out with the Super Mario 3D All-Stars, and they put it on there, and all they did is they emulated it. They emulated yeah. the, well, the 64 version. That's what people want to play, though. Well, they can still play the same game, but it can be with new, new revamped graphics. New, new, hot, hot. I mean... I mean, I'm sure it's a little bit of a process, but it's got to be a little bit more than just emulating it. But I think that would be, I think that would be a little bit more fan service than just putting it on a disc or putting it on a card and then just throwing it to you and saying, "Here, play it." It's like, well, yeah, but you can get it on virtual console if you wanted to, or the Wii U. Oh, is this is the Wii U? Is it still up? The Wii U, though. Yeah, the eShop. The serv- is still oh, it is. Yeah, now. yeah. I, th- I mean, I think I think it's on there still. No, I just meant like the actual service itself. Yeah, it's up. The eShop. Like you can still buy stuff on there? Yeah, you can still oh. buy stuff on there, yeah. True, and... Yeah, that's pretty true. That's true, and... Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's pretty true. That's pretty true. I mean... That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, That's true. That's fucking true. Um, that's how it is, dude. It, it, but nobody bought the Wii U? 
So I don't know if it's maybe they're just like it's not on the Switch in terms of like a virtual way to play it. So maybe this is their way of just getting it out there to the masses. But it's like how many times have we gotten Mario 64 before in in some kind of either a compilation or on the on the Wii Virtual Console and then the Wii U and then now they're doing the 3D All Stars. It's like when are you guys gonna actually just it was on the DS. Yeah, I was gonna say the DS. Yeah. Like and that one I guess had you could play multiple characters and it had a bunch. I think you. Could you play as Yoshi or something? I I don't know. I've never played the one on the DS. I think it was Yoshi, Luigi, Waluigi. Oh yeah, that's right. Wari- I know Wario. Wario, I know was in it. I mean, I guess that's something. I don't know. But I don't know. That's one of my favorite games of all time. You know, depending on the day of the week, it is my favorite game of all time. So that's one thing I'd like to see is them revamp that game. You know, um, especially the the early I mean, 3D games like that 32 bit, 64 bit era. When you had really rudimentary graphics, blocky. very blocky. Very blocky. A lot of those games are still f- great games, but you know it's hard. To, it's hard for a lot of people to play those games. They can't release like them they in probably, the state that they were. I feel like they probably would have done it already if that was uh, well, they, if they had crossed their mind. They did medieval. Why would they do medieval's a, a tenth uh, of the popularity that, uh, of Mario sixty four? That's not Nintendo though. Okay, <laughs> but Nint- I feel like they Nintendo, got so, is Nintendo the co- has is the so many other things. But I you feel know. like Nintendo is the company to go back and pay respect to their history. And I think just throwing it on there as like, well, here you go, is is a little bit of a, like a, like a you know, it's a weak sauce attempt, in my opinion. But again, I'm, I've am i been looking for a revamped graphics <laughs> Mario 64 for about 10 years now, and we haven't gotten it. Hey, well, sometimes you gotta, you gotta type out a nice hand maybe a letter. a letter i knew you were going to say that you, <laughs> i knew you weren't going to say write an email <laughs> right you you print out a piece of paper Just a lick a stamp <laughs> send it out to nintendo you of haven't America. had to lick stamps in like for like 15 years <laughs> no but, but you can do it you know like it's 1995 all mm-hmm, over again mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> keep it real um <laughs> over the holidays uh one game that i got i we played it last month was uh, Link's Awakening the new Link's Awakening for you, speaking of speaking of it. speaking of uh, revamps I don't play that shit no I know you don't cause you know wait Link's that's the one on the Game Boy it was the Game Boy game yeah. right yeah yep so that's a game that I played a long time ago and I actually bought the actually that one Switch pretty, version yeah, no it is good yeah it's it's good it's in a world of Breath of the Wild I need something that's a little bit more. I don't know the cutesy of the cutesy of it. it, it, it isn't that basically off. what you just said though? It's, it's, isn't it like a remake, like updated yeah. version? No, no, it was game? it was it was great, but it, it wasn't something I was looking for. Right. It was just they they revamped it, and I thought it was good fan service to do that. And that's what I'm saying is that they'll do that with a game like Link's Awakening, but they won't do it with Mario 64. A. Hey. You know what I mean. <laughs> Like, like, what if they did a, the, the revamped, uh, like, a, a Ocarina of Time? Wouldn't that be a great one to do in modern graphics? Don't you think people would jump on the bandwagon to play that game? I would. Yeah. Wait, what's the one they did? No, Wind Waker. It wasn't really, like, they just, it just kind of cleaned it up, right? Yeah. Well, the one on that, the Wii U. That game, that game. GameCube to Wii U. Yeah, it wasn't really that the big game, of a The deal. GameCube had great graphics. You know, even today, like, if you go back and play a GameCube game, it's, and that game was stylized, so it was it was very like cell shaded, yeah. and you know it had that painterly, cartoonish look. So it's not really, you know, they updated it 1080p, I think. You know, they updated yeah, the, the, I mean, the resolution really, and all it that. It wasn't like crazy. Well, know. they did a lot of cool things with the gamepad too, with you know using some of your weapons and things like that, and how to. Mm-hmm. So th- they were really novel with how they 
approach the Wind Waker. They did it for Twilight Princess. Although Twilight Princess, again, is a great-looking game to begin with, so they just kind of cleaned up the graphics a little bit. But that, yep, those, yep. Those, those Nintendo 64-style games, what about the original Smash Brothers? You know that they could they could throw it they could they could put it on the switch they could probably can make well I mean I, there would be no point in that since it's like the the one they made has so many different levels from I get so it, many because it's almost games. like it's almost like Madden the next Madden it's like why would you want to go back to an older one right? well yeah well no because that Smash whatever what is it, Smash Brothers Ultimate it has like every character from every game right. and it has right. most of the levels from other games and they you know revamped them to make them look more modern so right. it's you kind of like already got that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how the inner workings of it go, but I feel like like take, you know, like Mario take, Kart, you know, it's like they 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 see, gathered so many different. Yeah, I mean, it would that, be cool if they did like though, a Super Mario Nintendo Kart, one. Mario Kart sixty four's gameplay is different than any other Mario Kart game. So to to, to re that's that's a great point to revamp Mario Kart sixty four. I know my my wife. That's her like one of her favorite games. She would love to play that game if if they revamped it with modern graphics and just the same control style even if it was updated control style i mean even if it was updated to what it is now but i think mario kart 64 plays a little bit differently it's got a very much more slidey mechanic and it's, it's well yeah cuz it didn't have the didn't really i mean they didn't really have the the super power slide like they do now you you mean to tell me that if they did you mario mean- mario kart 64 switch that people wouldn't be spending their like digging into their pockets to spend money to buy it people who well, played that game back in the day yeah, no, but I think I think they're I think they're waiting because they're gonna put out the uh, the the sixty four mini. I'm sure they're gonna oh. put that out. So they're gonna. That's I mean, obviously that would is have, that in the works? That would have to be. I mean, they have to be doing it. I mean, that'd have to be a game they'd put on there. Mario Kart. It's like they'd printing put, money. Put Mario sixty four and Mario Kart sixty four on it. Yeah, even the original Mario Kart. Oh, not on the sixty. Not on the sixty four mini. Did they, did they bring that out in the the SNES mini? I don't know. You have it, not me. No, I don't. Oh, you sold it? I got rid of it. Don't Wait. like it. No good. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Out of here. here. <laughs> I do not think that is funny. Jinx, buy me a Coke. <laughs> Another uh, semi-modern game that we've been playing uh, with the little guy is uh, Time Crisis Raising Storm, which is the arcade Time Crisis, the the most recent one that came out on PlayStation Three, and Raising Storm, huh? Raising Storm, yeah. It's got a soundtrack that includes uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Sal loves it. Cool. Yep. Um. So and 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 so I was saying to Sal, you know, there's this this other game called Time Crisis for the PlayStation One. Do you want to try it? And so we started playing the original, which I haven't actually played a ton of the home port. I played it in the arcade more when we would go to like parties and stuff Tim Christus and let me tell you um, first of all he loved it the gun con the the original gun con might be the most accurate home gun that I've ever that I've ever played with especially considering the TV that we use here in the studio is a is a flat screen uh, Wega television so the difference between that and a curved, regular, old-style television—it's still the gun still works on it, but because it's flat screen, night and day, bro. Sometimes the corners get cut off with other with other guns, so you you have a hard time reaching the corners. But the gun con—I don't know if it's because it's connected to the composite cord as it goes into the the TV too. It's it's not just on the console; you actually have to plug it into the TV. Oh, really? Yeah. So it it it's got. Well, how does that work? Then? Like like oh. 
it plugs in and then the, the AV can plug into that. Yeah. And the pass AV, through kind of there's thing. A, there's a pass through AV. Uh, so it plugs right into the TV and it's like, it's ridiculous how close, like the, like to the pixel it, it will shoot wherever you are. It has the pedal too. So here's the thing. It doesn't have a pedal, but you can plug in either a PlayStation controller into the second slot or get this a steering, this. A, a steering wheel with, with, um, the pedals. Oh, pedals. And you, really? can, you can, yeah. Gas pedal, gas pedal. You can actually step on the gas pedal or the brake pedal, and that'll bring you up and up and down. And on like any steering wheel combo thing. I, I mean, I haven't tried all of them for PlayStation. No, but one, I didn't know if it had to be like Namco had to make it or something like that. No, I think it's it's any whatever input you put into the second controller slot, as long as you're giving some kind of input with yeah. the brakes or the the buttons. It will actually register as you pulling yourself back to hide or whatever because of the way that game works. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. So we're having a lot of fun playing Time Crisis. In fact, I, I like playing Time Crisis more than I like playing the PlayStation 3 version. The, I don't know what it is with the with the gun peripherals, the, the, Wii, the Wii gun. That's on the PS1? Time Crisis 1? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. On, that's on the PlayStation 1. It was their answer to, let's say, like Virtual Cop. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's that's pretty much it for that. So before we get into our main event, Trent, I I forgot, I forgot, My dang it, I forgot to talk about pickups. So I think it'd be a good time for us to talk about pickups before we break, before we talk about the main event. What do you think? Whoa! So I'm gonna talk. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about my pick. I only have one pickup. I'm gonna talk about. Ooh, um, that I, I didn't even up. know that one. You, you didn't. No, no, that you got it. So no. we just we just got this in. Sal wanted to play more shooting games, and I said, you know what? It's a perfect <laughs> opportunity to get some other <laughs> perfect opportunity to buy shoot, some more stuff. Shooting games, exactly. I said, all I got to say to his mother is, it's for Sal. <laughs> it's, 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 it's for the kid. I mean, the kid wanted it. I mean, what do you want me to do? It's not for me. So Sal wants to play Lunar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're telling me. Yeah, the the etern- <laughs> eternal. What is it? That's the second one, Eternal Blue. Yeah, Sal actually he played through the first one. And he wants to play the second one on Sega CD. But that's my copy. He so actually needed the Sega CD version, and he wanted the PlayStation One version because he wanted to actually compare and contrast the visual differences between the first and second one, yeah. and also the dialogue changes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so the game that we picked up. Uh, speaking of time crisis and shooting games, because of how fitting, because of how how much fun it is to play with the GunCon controller, uh, the game is Point Blank. Point Blank period, which is which is also by Namco. 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 And to my knowledge, Point Blank was a arcade game from 1994, I believe. It's like a gallery shooter. Like a yeah, like a gallery. Sh- it's almost like the WarioWare of of shooting games. Wario. In fact, it says it right here on the back. It says <laughs> it's the, the Wario. It says the ultimate party game. These guys look like Wario, actually. Yeah, they kind of do. Right, their their names are like heads. their names are like. And I'm gonna botch this, but they're like Piku and Chiku. It's like Terrence Ter- like and that. Philip, pretty much with the mustaches. Um. Yeah. So this is. It's basically like boom, 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 with all the different galleries yeah. that you shoot through. So Man, it's no lethal enforcers, but you know. No, because it's better. Probably better than <laughs> lethal enforcers. <laughs> Uh, I mean, how many rubber stamp factories can you drive by, right? <laughs> rubber stamp. <laughs> Isn't that like the second level? It's a rubber. I know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like the background is the rubber stamp well, factory. It's like three buildings. And the car is just like going, yeah, going for, by it. Until you, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, so. Not paying attention to the buildings. So I'm looking forward to that. We need a second gun con controller. So that kind of. Oh, I'm surprised you don't have one. 
We just have one right now. We just have one. Only right one. Um, but I see a stack over there. Chad. Well, no, so not really. I tell just, me. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to sit back. I'm going to sit back and enjoy a little bit of my soda while I uh, listen to what what pickups well, you got there. One of them is really important to our episode today. So. Oh yeah, I guess I should. So actually, actually, it's funny because I went to Game Exchange and actually bought. They just had these in the I case. Can't, I just, can't believe you have that. Just sitting there. Uh, which the first one is is Gunstar Heroes. What did you get? How much did you? Uh, pay for that? so I got Gunstar. Gunstar Heroes was forty five. How is it forty five for it in the box? Yeah, which is, I actually think it's a couple dollars. <laughs> like it's actually um probably the exact price as the uh just the cart loose. Wow. So I obviously had to you know my reasoning was I had it loose already. Talk, talk so, about a banger. So I can I can sell my my loose copy and basically. I, I technically get it for free because I ended up selling. I think I sold it for forty. My my some I it's sold. Ne- it's, ne- it's negligible. Uh, yeah, I sold it locally for. 40. I mean, no booklet, but I mean, how often do you see Gunstar Heroes come up? In, I mean, it's, in, in it's, the case, it's you in, know, it's in the it's in the box, which is and it's such a great it's such a great game. It's it's a forty it's a it's a forty five dollar game for sure. It's so good. Have you have you spent a lot of time with Gunstar Heroes? Uh, when uh, my friend uh, Johnny had it, and that was the first time. I remember playing it back in like when it came out. Like the effects in this game still look amazing. Yeah, it's just. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, it's just, they're, it's they're, just balls to the wall, just run and gun. The definition of run and gun. Yeah, and some and some and some you know beat 'em up too elements to it. Yeah, I mean, obviously you got the two player co op. I mean, they're they're pulling all all the tricks out of the hat with the Genesis with this game. I mean, you think about where the Genesis came from to be able to all the colors and the. This is a treasure game, right? Uh, you might be right. Like it's just yeah, it's got those like that that vibrant like you know those vibrant solid colors in it. Mm-hmm. Talk Especially, about like the fire effect. You know, it's it, it, that it, style in like the later Genesis. The Genesis games. isn't known for its color and in, in games, but if there's you know any company that could push it, to it's get like the, the most those, out of it. Those primary colors they make them like so like vibrant. Almost the like, one that's like solid colors, like Dynamite Heady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like really that's vibrant exactly, colors. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable! What a what a score, man! What a great game! That's fantastic. And it's two player. I mean, it's it's a two player run and gun. I mean, how many of those do you see that are that are worthy? You know, it's those are they're, they're running game run, run and gun James games are, are a little bit further and farther between, both in quantity but also in quality. It was just that era, you know. That's an awesome. Game. And then uh, the other one they had there, which is kind of what led to this episode, was. Sunset Riders on the Sega Genesis. Which you already have the Super Nintendo version. I do, and I had never played the Genesis version. Have you played it now? Uh, I've played it, unfortunately. But I digress. But, I mean, it's still pretty. I mean... We'll get into it. it. Yeah, we'll get into it. But I only... It's complete. Uh, Look at that. 40, 40 bucks complete, which it, I think it goes for almost 100 I want to say like eighty to nine, maybe eighty to ninety. Well, especially if it's got the booklet. Yeah, hmm. it goes for like eighty ninety. Another Konami. So I literally giant. got it for like half the price. I'm still debating on if I like want to keep it or not. I, I don't know yet. Well, let's see how the episode works out, and then we'll <laughs> <laughs> then we'll decide. Hey, we'll, we'll 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 play it together and see how it. Uh, I mean, just for the just for the artwork alone. If you look at the, at the case, the front case here, it's um, it's a it's, it's action packed. It, it's a really great case. Let's put it that way. It's a great case. Yeah. 
We'll get into it. What else? What another, else? Uh, what else? Another Konami. Yep. And then he uh, Konami didn't have a ton of games on the Genesis, so each but, one is a. But spectacle. when they did, you know. Yeah. Um, I guess we're really the only one that really matters. Is I uh. No, there, you got you got the other one there that I I'm jealous of too. Oh well. Mm. So I uh was a little little bidding on eBay. Luckily, it didn't go too high because this game's usually going around two two bills. Yeah, I want to say like one, at least, one at least seventy-five. Listing. They're yeah. listing for for two. Yeah, bills. the thing the thing with like eBay now is like, I, a lot of people are like when they put uh games for auction, they're like starting the bidding like at the asking like at the going price, mm. which is, is, that, like, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like if a game is worth like sixty dollars, they'll start the bidding at fifty-nine ninety-nine, and it's like. Like I I'm mean, just, most I'm people just, aren't I'm, even gonna bid. On I'm it. just gonna best offer somebody who's got it for sixty or best <laughs> offer, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, I understand because they don't want to sell it for less than what it's worth. But I mean, that's kind of like the point of putting up something for auction. Correct. You just kind of let people bid on it. But anyway, the market speaks. Trent. We're going back to the Jaguar. That's a different way to pronounce it, huh? Not it, not Jaguar, but I, a Jaguar. Jaguar is great because you're just it's <laughs> making tongue, it's tongue in cheek. You're not being serious. And that it. is the uh, rather rare. Rayman for the Atari Jaguar. Which is where I think Rayman was de- originally developed before it was ported to the PlayStation and to the to the Saturn after. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I I actually I, I got it in last week and I haven't even had time to pop it in and play it. Um, it's a great game. But I mean. A lot of challenge. It is complete as well because I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't get it if it didn't have the booklet because you got you to have the booklet with it. So that's another one off the list and I actually got a, a just did a buy now on another game. Uh, it's whatever. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Val Diasir's skiing and snowboarding. Val de Sons. Val, Val de Sons. It's like a croissant. I, I, Val de Sons. I, I, I don't. I don't know. You know but, who? You know. Uh, um. There's. There's. A, oh, I, I used to watch somebody who knows how to pronounce it because I think he's French. I'll have to to check on that. Well. Uh, well. Whatever. I got that yeah. one. But actually, I only got that for twenty five with shipping or plus shipping. Which so, some people so, are asking are like forty to start off. So with, where so. are you at in your your Jaguar conquest? I th- I want to say I'm up to twenty five. It's either twenty five or twenty six games that you have in in the box. Oh no, there's like three games that I I have that are. I mean, Trevor McFur. I only have the cart. Uh, that can't be too difficult to find, right? And actually, it, no, but it's still expensive. Brutal Sports Football, I need the box for, and then I actually had kind of like a, some fun with that game. And uh, Alien versus Predator. All oh, right. Yeah, that's a big one to get the the box for. How many games did they make? Uh, I technically they during the during the before, lifespan of yes, the Jaguar, it's yes. it's supposedly fifty. Okay. So I'm halfway there. If they make We're it, halfway there. So, yeah, because if if they make another Saturn game and they officially license it, <laughs> no, I'm, I know, I know, but I'm there's, not getting that. There's some that like came out like unless I like it. I mean, some people call it like like that Skyhammer game that I got. Some people kind of well, that was developed during the time period, but then it didn't come out until later. Some people count right. that as like a as part of the, like the official yeah. list. The Pantheon, but there's fifty uh, technically fifty. 50 so I'm halfway there. I don't even. I, it's like funny that I was like, damn. There's like 20. There's actually 25 more games I still need to get. <laughs> it doesn't even. It's weird. So and I think the 32x has about like 48 games. Is it like that, that? Is it that much? 40 games, something like that. I think it's it's definitely less. It's got to be. Le- it's definitely less than 50. 
No, it's, think, it's less than 50. I know that. I think the 32X was around less than the Jaguar somehow. I think it... Oh, well, yeah, because it was nine, December of 94 <laughs> and until... And not even like... A, uh, is a year? Yeah, a year and maybe a half, <laughs> if if that. I mean, that's pretty much what the Jaguar was. But, you know... <laughs> Which... It's like, how quick can you get to the bottom? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you, what, what are the, what are the, the last, like really expensive games that you need to get i think the um well i think the only real expensive game is atari carts which is probably it, it can go from like around 200 250 are you gonna try to get <laughs> you're gonna go for when it? you say try i mean i'm gonna get it somehow eventually <laughs> 36 north american games yeah that's that's brutal well i mean the jaguar cd had 11 <laughs> And like three of them were came with the system <laughs> when you bought it. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so the Jaguar's doing well. <laughs> I mean, in its afterlife, yeah, it's like Tupac. <laughs> How many posthumous <laughs> albums can we actually put out? Funny thing is, if like some company like decided to like start pumping out Jaguar systems, they'd probably sell like crazy. I'd buy one. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like. But that's what I'm. I've been saying about this whole retro scene itself is like if these. Oh, you want to create a scene? If this pub, if these publishers would just start making more games, people would people would buy them. Yeah, I don't know who owns. I don't know what. <laughs> it's probably it's probably anyone could just pick up a the license for the Jaguar for the now Jaguar. And just start create like who's gonna who's who's gonna come after you? <laughs> you could buy the license for for probably next to nothing. I mean, yeah. Start manufacturing boxes. Well, they did. Well, I don't know. If, remember when they they sold off like the mold? I don't know how that works. Remember to the it was like oh, the dentist right. thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if they. I've just, never actually seen one of those in a well, dentist office. Obviously, I mean, but I don't know if it was like a patent on the actual mold or like however that would be. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know who owns it, but I mean, it's funny. I I get. I bet if they started making them it probably sell more systems than, than they did originally <laughs> yeah just because of the fact like just the nostalgia factor hmm. if it was priced at like a hundred bucks you know i know what are you gonna do oh well the tangled web we weave trenton yes indeed and then i just banged through i also picked up toy story complete well actually no toy story i because i you i think you gave me the booklet did i yeah like a while back I had an extra one. Yeah. So I, someone posted it on or did Facebook. You, or did you steal the one that I have? No, I remember you like gave me the booklet. <laughs> yeah, I stole it <laughs> in like 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 in the middle of the night. I was like, <laughs> just slipped it out of the box because that's the one thing I would take. <laughs> Toy Story manual. <laughs> yeah, it was ten bucks. That's the Majesco model. That's the one I have. What do you mean? I think that's the Majesco version, the one with the. Actually, no, it came out so late that it could be either no, one. I thought it only came in, the, what, there's a plastic case version? No, 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 you're right. It, it did no, come, it came, uh, it came only in the in the, the cardboard, but Majesco re-released a lot, a few of the carts, like Castlevania Bloodlines was re-released. Uh, I think Toy Story no, was re-released. came out so late, it was, it couldn't have been re-released. It was like, 90, yeah, it came out in 95. They wouldn't have re-released it. See. That's when the movie came out. No, I know. It but, was like the end of the Genesis then. But they re-released them, I think, in like 97. When um, Majesco made the Genesis three, uh, well, they I actually mean, re- that's ninety. It says ninety five on it, right? Ninety five, huh? Yeah, I didn't even 
didn't even realize that. I thought they just made the systems. Interesting. Very interesting. This might be this might be an original one. I think mine is a Majesco version. Oh. Are really gonna, gonna search for it, or you got it right there? That's right here. Compare and contrast. Can you spot the difference? It's like a highlights magazine. <laughs> is it? Does it? Oh, yours says ballistic, yep. right? Yep. So this is. Ooh, I think it I, is. It's like a highlights magazine. Can you spot the difference? Yeah. <laughs> so I think mine, and I think the the cart is a little bit rougher too. What a world we live in. See, you got your manual. In, you have a manual in there. Yeah, I guess I do. Hmm. It's good pod. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I know that Majesco <laughs> did re-release. Well, yeah, yours says the right, that's the ballistic logo on it. Yeah, published by Ballistic. Huh. What a what a weird world. Because like this is so this is this Castlevania Bloodlines that originally was in a regular plastic case and then when it was re-released by Majesco, so like distributed by Majesco Sales, huh? Huh? So they re-release they re-released it in the in the cardboard shell. They like get the license from Konami. Or yeah, something? they they were allowed to. Yeah. Oh wait, this isn't even a. Oh no, well this is not a like a a Genesis style case where it slips. So Genesis actually had a bunch of different ones. They had, they had. This uh, is like an this is like an NES bot game. So they did they did they did different ones. They did ones where they had just the opposite, what a wild world outside case. They had ones where they were a flip top. They Sega was just <laughs> off their rocker <laughs> towards like, the hey, end. Do whatever you want. Yeah, it was it was a wild west type of thing. So interesting. Speaking of Konami, yeah. Go ahead. What else you got? The bloodlines. Um, actually, I just picked this up the other day, which is. Sonic and Knuckles complete for $18. Believe it or not. <laughs> and that's a that's a solid pickup. This is one of the actually like the, the first game I had on the Genesis. It's funny that when it's I the got first it. game you had on the Genesis when it's yeah, one, of the, I one got, of the later Yeah, cuz I got the Genesis late. Then I remember getting it I think for Christmas with with the system. My aunt got me Sonic and Knuckles. I mean, it's a visual spectacle. Sonic and Knuckles. Just the, the lock-on feature. Hmm. Did you go back and get Sonic 2 or Sonic 3 to, uh, to put in there? I think the system I had came with Sonic 2. Oh, did it? I think so. Oh, all right. I mean, I because de- I definitely had Sonic so you, 2. So you played as as Knuckles and Sonic yeah, 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. Yeah. That was, that that was, was like, blew my mind yeah, that you could play right? as Sonic 2. You're like climbing two. on the walls and shit. Yeah, you could just <laughs> coast through the whole level. <laughs> it's just weird. I'm just. It seems like... I don't. It's for some reason it seems like Sega Genesis games. Are, I don't know, just more prevalent, or they just I, I like. I barely see any Super Nintendo games out ever. Super Nintendo that I need, or you know. Oh, you know I see. Well, because it's all about the Genesis, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it kind of is, you know. And then just the the last one just was on Facebook Marketplace. Some guy listed uh, this one for thirty. He was actually love the black box Genesis. He was game, actually man. in town. I offered him twenty, and he dropped it off for me. Twenty dollars, hand delivered, like Domino's, baby. I believe that's the first eight megabit Genesis game. I mean, they wanted to tell you they put the the seal of quality right on, and that yeah. is a Strider for the Genesis so yeah. with the manual complete. It was a uh, it was a divisive game in its time. There divisive, was, some may say as well. Again, that's the British. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love nope. damn Brits. Nope, nope. <laughs> um, because a lot of people were wowed by you know the the eight megs and and this arcade masterpiece and. The gameplay was right, but there were other people that just Strider kind of turns off. Like they don't, they don't really. It doesn't grip them. The gameplay, um, and I, I'm kind of I fall a little bit into that camp. That it's just it's hard. To, it's a hard game to 
really get kind of like a cadence and get comfortable with. I, I have a hard time kind really? of sinking my teeth I, into it. I've honestly but never it, even played it. But I still want it. Like I still and I love it. It's, it's a, I long it's, it's, for it. It's a side-scrolling action game with large sprites. It's a game that I grew up watching um, at my buddy Matt's house, and so it's one that I do want to get in the collection. Um, I mean, it's not like a. It, it, luckily, I mean, it's not. A, it's not like an expensive game. No, so. no, but there's a lot of games out there, you know. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> meaning the ones that I you know that come across my way that I want to play and you know get. You come my way, boy. So. All right. Well, with that said, um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back to discuss Sunset Riders. Stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Blue Chew. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Mighty Max, Mighty Max. Mighty Max. Welcome to Skull Dungeon. Wow. Mighty Max. Smasher, get up! Your brain donor is here. Me want brain. No way, slime face. Whoa! Watch out for that first step. Uh, it's not over, Mighty Max. Will Max get fried? His fate is in your hands. <laughs> Mighty Max, Mighty Max! You can collect all his adventure sets, each sold separately. Mighty Max figure included from Mattel. If Royal Rumble, like on the Genesis, were there any characters that were... Like different, they just—they're yeah. just they just palette like, swaps, kind of. They like just kind of like head. shrunk them into the same. Yeah, I think most of them are pretty much like the same body. Like Bam Bam Bigelow just, or like, something like that. Like Psycho Sid looked exactly like Razor Ramon. I mean, like they just had the same body. They just right. switched like the color of the trunks and the hair. You know, yeah, it was fine. Mm. No one cared. I forget, who, I forget who the developer was for that. Flying Edge, on yeah. the Sega. Real-time associates, the, the law firm. <laughs> Real-time associates. <laughs> Marky Solomon and Morelli published it. <laughs> Brought to you by Trantolo and Trantolo. Yeah, Carter and Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody outside of Connecticut knows who we're talking about. Uh, all right, so we're back, everybody. And uh, we played uh, two, the two versions of Sunset Riders, the two home, the home console ports. Um, so we'll give you a little bit of backstory on Sunset Riders, just a just a touch. Um, but really, you know, Sunset Riders is an, a 1991 arcade game, the Golden which, Era, which came out after TMNT for Turtles in Time, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on pretty much the same arcade platform from Konami. It's funny because I, I I don't even know, if, but I've never seen uh, a Sunset, Sunset Riders, Riders cab. arcade. I haven't. No, no, I haven't either. It was definitely lesser known than the turtles, obviously, because the turtles are the license, turtles. Yeah, um, <laughs> the fucking turtles. <laughs> but but a lot of what what came with Sunset Riders was something that they built on from the turtles games that they had that came before that. So, oh, of course, but made it its own right unique right. flavor. So it's it's quite literally a side-scrolling run-and-gun game. It's a single-plane game. So it's not where Turtles in Time is sort of in or out of the screen. There's like th- yeah, you can go in the foreground, di- the background, more three dimensional motion. It's not like there's even planes. It's yeah. you know you're, you're you can move wherever you want to in sort of a three D space. Sunset Riders is more side to side, almost like uh, two crude dudes or something like that. Yeah, you're going. You know, you're, you're like you can you know jump up up to like you know the, like the second floor on mm-hmm. on, the, on the buildings. Kind of. So, right. I mean, so, in that so, way, it's so Sunset separates Riders, it from that. I have it lower on here, but we might as well just talk about it. So, Sunset Riders 
gets a lot of its gameplay influence, obviously from Turtles in Time or, or Turtles the Arcade Game, but then it, it's, it steals that Shinobi Rolling Thunder, two different planes, two yeah. different vertical planes where you can jump to another floor or back down to another floor and you're going from side to side, left to right on a, on a single plane. So that's that's the they kind of steal that mechanic straight out of straight out of those games, which came out five, six, seven years before before this game even existed. Um, the Genesis port came out in ninety two, and then the Super Nintendo port came out in nineteen ninety three. Um, it stars gotta three, have the weight. Yeah, it stars uh, three blonde white guys and a Mexican, Steve, <laughs> Billy, Cormano, and Bob. I'll let you figure out which one is. <laughs> Which not the white one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> They're literally three blonde, three blonde white guys. It's like yeah. how do you differentiate from the two? Like, couldn't they throw in like a like a? I mean, you know, a guy with black hair. Cowboys. Uh, yeah. I mean, they could have Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Why couldn't they put in like an American Indian? You know, make no, another. Call up. <laughs> we should call Konami and see what they can do about that. Maybe for the re-release. Was it Billy's? His uh, favorite food and drink was uh, a vegetable, co- vegetable, vegetable, coffee. And, no, vegetable and coffee. I think vegetable coffee sounds better. Well, no, because it said his favorite food and his favorite drink. Right. Veg- <laughs> what what veg- Any vegetable. Veg- vegetable. It's <laughs> that it's that English coming through. Favorite food, vegetable. What the fuck? <laughs> favorite food, carbohydrates. Get to know your riders. <laughs> The um the presentation of Sunset Riders <laughs> is actually really thoughtful and it and it pays homage to homage. Notice I didn't say homage. Uh, it pays homage to pay we- homage respect. <laughs> Western cartoons, TV shows that came out in the fifties, sixties, and the seventies. What is it like a Zorro? So, um, like that, like the sun, like the, that sepia sort of <laughs> like sun. you know the sun is in the background type of thing. That that sort of comes from I I was looking at stuff from the Lone Ranger. On like the the Lone the, Ranger, that's what's the, the Lone yeah. Ranger theme for the cartoon. You see the big sun, and you know you have that. But then it also has yeah. And if you're not if you're not really familiar with that, just picture Hey Dude with pistols. Yeah, because everybody knows <laughs> Hey Dude. <laughs> it's a little wild and a little strange when you make your home right on the range. If say you grab your horse and come along, you ain't gonna ride if you can't hold on. Singing. Yippee ki yi yippee ki What? Like the cowboys said, I'll sing them together. Yippee ki yi Until the break of day. Look out for them killer cacti. <laughs> hey, dude. Um, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also Bonanza. So Bonanza was a show. Bonanza wasn't that a uh, a restaurant? No, it was, but <laughs> it was also a Western TV show that was around for like fifteen years. And when when it ended, or when the theme ended, or whatever beginning or end, you'd had the four riders and they would ride off. And it, it it kind of calls calls that back when you see the beginning intro of Sunset Riders. You have the four guys yeah. on their four steeds into the sunset, driving into the sunset. So it. it <laughs> You know they, they 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 did their they did their research when it came to to developing and and kind of working around what came before and a lot of their influence comes from that material back in the day. I mean, it has what was to be. the uh, God? Why can't I think of his name? Like the famous John Wayne. John Wayne, yeah. 
Yeah. That's what I was like. Why can't so I think of his name? There's a there's a boss. The oh, second Bows. the second boss in the game, in the Super Nintendo version and the arcade version, and his first line when you when you fight him, he says, "Draw, Pilgrim." Yeah. And that that comes straight out of John Wayne. John oh. John Wayne used the 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 Hey Pilgrim. Yeah. In in a lot of his movies, especially the westerns, so. <laughs> It's too bad they didn't like quote Eminem like you gonna die honky, <laughs> you know, <laughs> ahead of his time. Even in ninety one, I don't know if that would have made it in. <laughs> in the game, you just have the like your Bob, and then the boss just comes out. You're gonna die honky. <laughs> it's, it's plausible. Yeah, it's plausible. Yeah. Um. I love the music in in the in the intro. I mean, oh, it's so. I mean, it's like a Western Mexican horn type of thing that they're that they're there's a there's a very I don't know how to say it a, a very Spanish Mexican sort of tune. No, I got you. I understand that, that plays in that intro I and it understand. just it makes you feel in that you're like you're in that setting. You know, it, I mean, it, all the music in the in the Super Nintendo version is it's top notch. It is. It's top notch. Um, it, so it, 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 it pays respect to that source material, but it also sort of remolds it into something that is more tongue-in-cheek and cartoonish. But most importantly, it wraps it up into something that is just a damn fine classic video game. Just a, a pick-up-and-play, something that instantly, when you pick up the controller, you get it right away. You could even, like... You, you just get it. You know what you have to do. The controls are f- solid and fluid, and they feel good, and... And it just makes for a really good time. You could say that, uh, as you would say, the uh, progenitor mm. of this would even be, you could consider a gun smoke for the Nintendo. Right. I have that. Uh, it's on page three. You know, your fucker is holding up. I have it written down. So the, the, the three <laughs> games that I said influenced this game were TMNT, Rolling Thunder, and Gunsmoke. Oh, nice. <laughs> so Gunsmoke was a vertically scrolling shooting game that was made by Capcom. Um basically was the the start of what would become the Red Dead series because they got their inspiration from that. And I'm wondering if you have to think that Sunset Riders takes some influence from Gunsmoke. That they that yeah, the, I mean you the, would, the spread the spread gun mechanic where you're going yeah, up and Yeah, but like every left I mean right. a lot of games had the spread gun. I mean it, it But the the flair of that game No, I understand you could take the, the, inf- of that the influence from Gunsmoke, but I mean it is all cliche Cowboy right. stuff, you know. You, you got the boss, you get a reward for taking right. out the boss. But Gunsmoke and stuff like was that. a popular game. I mean, oh, it was, it was dude, a game I love that, that game. It, it did well on Nintendo. I think you owned it, didn't you? When yeah. you were a kid, it's still. Oh no, I didn't own it, but I had, I had rented it. Yeah, experience with it. So you have to think that Konami saw that game and said, "This was successful. We want to we want to remold the TMNT engine into something that can play yeah. this style of a game." And they were really successful in doing that. But I think. When you look at those three games, Rolling Thunder, Shinobi, um, Gunsmoke, and TMNT, you you add all, add that all up, and I think you get Sunset Riders. You add that shit up. You know? I agree. You're not wrong. So, yeah, so it does invoke memories of TMNT. I mean, the sprite work, all of, you know, the, the music, the tones, the... The animations, they all are... I mean, it's, they kind of rip a lot of that stuff in terms of the, the way that they made that game and they just put it into, into UMNT. Um, yeah. Where TMNT... But the difference between this game and TMNT is where TMNT is all about positioning so that you don't get yourself into a position where you're between two characters where you're getting double teamed by a bunch of guys. Mm. This is more 
positioning yourself so that you are making sure dodging that, that you're you're you're, bullets. you're you're getting rid of the enemies dodging bullets and, and actually trying to avoid bullets by even shooting them before they can they can actually shoot you yeah so you know there's a lot of memorization of replay in this game of knowing how do you how do you position yourself on the screen so that you can first of all be ready to to, to dodge a shot but also be able to shoot guys before they even have a chance to shoot you so um, which which varies from uh, which version you're playing. Correct. Yes. <laughs> but if we talk about the arcade version first, you know that's that's what that's what you get with that game. Um, you know it's got. Do this you do you know how have I I didn't even honestly I didn't even look up mm. footage of the arcade one. Is it? It has to be more like the Super Nintendo version. It does it have the slow the slow bullets. Yeah, so the so the Super Nintendo version would be considered the more faithful version to the arcade. The arcade, uh, you know, there's there's some differences between the Super Nintendo and the arcade. First of all, the, the resolution is less on the on the yeah. Super Nintendo, so it looks a little bit more chunky yeah. than than the arcade does. But in terms of the bullets and how they travel and a lot of that, you know, it's it's you it's wouldn't very, think that would be it, a, it's very much the same. A big factor, but it is, especially the way they did it in both games. Yeah. Um, the game in general has the same great animation as, like, let's say TMNT. They've got like the 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 gun is cocking the guy. You know, once he beats a boss, he throws the guns. You know, he flips him, throws him into his into his holsters. Um, the screen flashing with all the dynamite flares and and you know the explosions, the facial and body animations. Like when you when you go into a saloon and, 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 you, and you get some kind of power up the guy's smiling and then he gets serious again and goes back into it or you know his poncho f- flies up or you know there's there's a lot of little those little things you know when you shoot a guy how he lands and how he falls it makes it feel like you're more in immersed in that in that gameplay than yeah just, if, you, if you're just a guy blinking off screen yeah like if you shoot him from uh the uh if you're on like the ground and you're shooting him on like the they the fall. floor above, they yeah, fall. they kind of like f- fall over, like that's like the, right. like the cliche thing when you would shoot someone in like a western, they'd fall oh, over the, uh, the the railing, the railing, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I know that's uh, and so they took the time and the care to put that in, not only in the arcade version, but you know the home ports as well. Yeah, then they, when when you sh- it, they in the Super Nintendo version when you shoot them, they actually make a sound. They're like oh oh right. oh 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 right. oh. Um, so the it, it, it's hard it's I know it's hard not to compare these <laughs> while, while we're talking about this but it's okay that we're that we're doing that so the, the Genesis version doesn't have the voices whereas the Super Nintendo version you get all of that so that that it like makes the game that bakes itself into the experience to have those voices in there whereas the Genesis one didn't the Genesis one did come out a year before that but uh, you know by and large this game on the whole has very vibrantly colored characters and and a lot of the pieces in the game are just so they like they pop with color oh yeah not so it's, much the backgrounds or the buildings but when you look at the like the even the bullets glow yeah you know the bullets glow the fires going just, up, just, yeah the colors of the characters like what they're wearing all of that it's just it's just like pops in I'm your face i'm trying to think of what like that that glowing bullet for some reason i just i just associate that with like super nintendo games i don't know what other games it's a very arcadey thing to have like a glowing maybe that's what I'm thinking. It's like that. Yeah, it's almost. It's like that. It's like pink and purple. Like, a lot of shooters have that. Maybe that's why I'm thinking. A it's lot just, of shooters. It just seems like such a Super Nintendo thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 
maybe you're thinking of some Super Nintendo shooters. I mean, yeah, even, Gen- uh, even Genesis shooters have a lot of like you know flashing, glowing bullets yeah. all over the screen. So just weird. And then I mean, but this is like a cousin, this is like a cousin to a shooter, though. Yeah. Can, can we? Are we gonna compare? Yeah, yeah. The shooting element of the yeah, yeah, yeah. of we're, this we're, one we're, to the we're, Genesis. We're gonna one? get there. Oh, okay. Um, I was talking about the animation, talking about the bulls running. You know, the the animation of that, the kicking up of the dust, the barrels falling. So it's 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 very much a mid level or mid time frame sixteen bit generation game, as opposed to let's say an earlier generation sixteen uh, bit game. Um, the the train level that you have, the second level is a train level in Sunset Riders, and it reminds me of the Turtles in Time, Bury Your Shell at Wounded Knee. Yeah, it's almost like they ripped that right out. Of uh, of turtles in time, and said we have to have this in this western. Yeah, you know, it's that cliche beat 'em up thing, like the elevator level. Right, you got to have <laughs> you, you got to have a train level and a, <laughs> some kind of moving level, you know. Yeah. Um. So the Super Nintendo version, if we can get into the differences. Oh yes. <laughs> the Super Nintendo version is there's there's four playable characters as we mentioned before, but you can there's there's a, it's a two player game, so you can actually there's two guys at the same time that can play. You can't have four player. The arcade version had a four player mechanic. Damn! Um, imagine playing that four player on this one. Insane. I mean, you know, almost, be, uh, almost, that, that, almost too. That'd be the same thing. You know, for the arcade you say, version, I think it's great, but but yeah. for a home. I mean, you're saying that with. I mean, you could say the same thing for like any, like Turtles in Time. Like imagine playing that with four people. Well, they the arcade version. Is. No, no, no. I'm talking about on, on the Super Nintendo. Uh, no. Yeah. It'd be a little. I, th- I yeah. I feel like it's easy enough. I feel like two. four player wouldn't work. For this one, like I think two players is just is perfect. I mean, let's be honest. Ninety nine percent of the time, you're gonna play with another, just yeah. one another person. But I'm anyways. just like thinking four player because it's not like like you said it, it doesn't play like uh, Turtles in Time where you're in the background and bu- foreground. Too, too, there's many, like, too many bullets. There's like no. <laughs> there's literally like no. There would be like no room for you to like walk around. You know, all your characters would be taking up like the whole screen. You wouldn't know which which <laughs> the shots were coming at you. Were going. everywhere. Yeah, so I, I think that was probably a smart decision either. I don't know if the Super Nintendo could handle four players on screen at the yeah. same time, but um, not without sacrificing the amount of enemies on screen. Um, so the resolution is lower, obviously, for the Super Nintendo version. We've talked about the Super Nintendo resolution in the past and how it, it was it was less than even Are you the saying Genesis. just lower as compared to the arcade version? Definitely, as, yeah, compared right. to the, but even compared to the Genesis version. That ain't true! That's not true! So get your facts straight. Well, I mean, maybe it is, but yeah. I think it looks way better on the Super Nintendo version. Um, there is there is a, quite a bit of censorship in the Super Nintendo version, um, like the scantily clad women, at least for 1993. Um, we're not th- <laughs> we're not in dresses. it. <laughs> yeah, there there is one scene where they're dancing for you at the, in a saloon, yeah. and they're wearing dresses, but it's the, not really. A, I don't I don't really consider that like yeah. a, a flaw. Or an issue. Well, when you're talking about the original arcade game, yeah, no, I know. The, I mean, but there was also drinking of like vodka bottles mm-hmm. in the in the original arcade version, which yeah. is not in the Genesis version. Um, but it keeps the animation; it's faithful to that arcade experience. It has the speech, it has the color. Um, in some cases, it expands on it. Like there's some fire effects that have transparencies in some of the later levels yeah, like that. Oh, that, that the arcade version doesn't have. The uh why does it? I feel like it reminds me of like uh, like a Castlevania or Contra or something. That, that uh, yeah, when you're in the uh, the last in, that, in that bar where you're in the where you're hanging on the chandelier and the guys oh, throwing yeah. those like Molotov cocktails at you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but on, even on uh, I think in the last level, there's an area where you have to um, sort of ride a rope 
across this area that has fire underneath it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, and actually, I don't even think that's the last. Th- that might be in a different. I, I've I actually played that. I don't know if it was the last level or not, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so you have to actually ride over that or, or yeah, shimmy you, yourself over it. Yeah. And, and there's actually transparent fire underneath you, which is actually, for a 16 bit console, is actually really impressive. So they, they, they expanded on that a bit. Um, but like the. I don't know if you're gonna mention it again, but like the voiceover, like just the the voices, it's like makes it like it just makes it just a better game overall experience. It immerses you. Like. It immerses you in the game because those are like the things you remember in the game, right? Like the bury me with my That's a, body. That, that is such a classic line, <laughs> and then have especially like, the way he says it. Yeah, and then like the 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 Native American is like you in heat big trouble. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, doesn't he say like like. Uh, like me in trouble now or something. Oh like yeah, that. like when you kill him. Yeah. yeah, I think he says like you me don't kill him. Heat, you don't. Tr- you don't kill well. him. <laughs> His woman saves him. Me in heat, big trouble. Yeah, me in heat, big trouble. Yeah. Um, it plays. Time it, to pray. Beautiful. <laughs> like it's so good. <laughs> it plays almost identically to the arcade version, and that's the most important thing: is that the gameplay is there, the speech is there, the animations are there. It's, but I mean, if if you're I mean, who's played the arcade version? You know, I'm. We're just purely comparing. No, I, I know, but I mean, if you, yeah, if you've never played the, the Super arcade Nintendo version, is great. Relax, <laughs> it's fine. We're gonna be okay. All right, we're gonna get there. You're gonna get what you want. All right. The Super Nintendo is very, very competent in an era where Genesis does. Mm. Right. I I agree. Nintendo one ups them in this regard. Nintendo does. <laughs> so, so the Genesis version, it's two available characters, Billy and it's a, Cormano. It's a fuck bag, is what it is. <laughs> it's a, it's still two players, so you can play, you know, two players at the same time. <laughs> you gotta like switch controllers if <laughs> you want to pick the other version. <laughs> the, the Genesis game is good compared to other Genesis games. It's, it's good. <laughs> I, I, you're trying to like, <laughs> trying to rationalize the game. I'm not rationalizing anything compared what, like, what? To, to all Genesis games. It's a good game. I just don't understand. If this, if this Genesis game existed in a vacuum and there was no other version, you'd say, <laughs> you'd say this is a good game. You're, com- we're comparing it to these other versions. But I'm, I'm just saying. That if Last Battle was the only game on the Sega Genesis. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, like, why... I just don't... It's it's one of those games where it's just, like... It's just, like, what the fuck, really? Because it's just, like... Why... What what would be the reason for taking out the two characters? Well... I mean, you can't say, like, they didn't have enough memory or they couldn't handle it. Yes, they they actually... For two characters? That, like, three of them are, like, pretty much the same sprite? They're just different colors? I don't know the answer to that, but (laughs) all I know is that at the time... One of the main concerns about the game was that it was only a four megabit cartridge in an era when every game was eight megs or higher. So they they reduced the, they reduced the amount of memory, and maybe this is because this was Konami's first effort on the Genesis. But they reduced the levels. There's only four bosses when the other versions have seven or eight. Yeah. No. I, yeah. So weird. they recycle a lot of assets. Um, it's the Genesis version is the, my next line. The Genesis version is, is gimped. <laughs> that's my line. It's gimped. Wow! That's my line. 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 Come on, come on. Let's do That's flares line. He's told about ten of flares lines. That's my line. That's my line. It's my line. Gimped comparative to the Super Nintendo and arcade versions. The gameplay is is there, 
but there's only, you know, like I said, there's only the four bosses. The colors are muted. There's no voices. It does keep the girls, <laughs> which, the I, girls. Which, which I appreciate. <laughs> um, but the cart, the cart size was cut in half. So, I mean, that, that has to be somewhat of a culprit. It doesn't have... To use a big word, Trent, it doesn't have. Ooh, here we go. It doesn't have the panache. Whoa. Or the or the pizzazz, and the effects that the other versions have. <laughs> the panache. Um, <laughs> although I did notice that the intro has some line scrolling on the sun that the Super Nintendo version doesn't have. So the, oh the, well, the, shit. There the, he is. The, the sun, better version. The sun like ripples and like almost like a haze. It's like a heat wave. It's like a yeah. It's like a heat wave. <laughs> well, that's it. But, it's better. So here's the thing. So what they did with the with the Genesis version because they knew they they couldn't put in as many levels as they made the game more difficult. They made it harder. They made the the, the bullets travel faster, and they made not a fan. They they made it just harder to get through the game because they wanted to add the replay value so that you would be it would take longer for you to get through the game. And in 1992, who knows better, right? Then there's no Super Nintendo mm-hmm. version at the time, so. They wanted to increase the length of the game. They made it harder. That that actually served to hurt it. I, and I don't think that even if this game was an 8-meg game and they had all the levels and they had all the bosses... If the gameplay was the same. If the gameplay was the same, it's still not as good. No, it's def- It's just... The bull- there's something the, off about it. The, the bullets The bullets are all red. They're, they're large. The bullets look like they're twice the size of the Super Nintendo bullets. And, and they are tra- twice the speed. They travel three times as fast. And... You you also notice I mean uh, you know, maybe you bring it up but for some re- some reason like the, the characters will come from the left side of the screen and they're just mm-hmm. they're just running in and they'll just stab you and right. like <laughs> right it's, sometimes you don't even know what hits you you're like what what happened right there where the the Super Nintendo feels like a more approachable challenge it feels like something that's fun to get into like when you play Turtles in Time you know I mean we've played it a million times but. I'm sure we probably beat it the first time we played it too. You know, it's it's like you can just get into that game and have a have a blast. With I mean, it. sunset. I mean, once you get into the, it's more in the Super Nintendo version. I don't know about the Sega version because I haven't played it all the way through. But some of like the boss battles can. It's kind of like turtles. You know, the turtles. Yeah. Uh, are turtles in time where the some of the boss battles can get pretty. They're pretty oh, rough. Yeah. You have to like. Mm-hmm. Kind of like memorize the pattern, especially right. on the uh, right. the Native it's, American it's, guy. It's he'll, still not easy. He'll throw the throw the knives. It's like you got to get under them. Either, either them, you have either. to go right in between them, or you have to slide away from them yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he'll slash at you if you get too close to him. So yeah, but like the the rest of the like in terms of the the other the, the levels, it, it's not too it's not too difficult. It's really the boss battles that like where they up they up the difficulty and right. You mean in the Super Nintendo version? Yeah, in the Super Nintendo yeah. version. It, it's almost like it reminds me of a treasure game, talking about the Gunstar Heroes, where there's like a short level and then there's a boss. And, yeah. and you really have to worry about more of the boss than you do the actual yeah. other parts uh, of yeah, the game. Yeah, it, it is like a, a memorization kind of game because you kind of remember where enemies are coming out of which windows and yeah. you know what I mean? One of the things that kind of annoy me is that some of the animation we talked about that got cut, like in the Super Nintendo when you're on the bulls, they're run. The guys are running like this. Oh yeah, you can't. You can't. In the Genesis version, you can't like, run on them. They're just like walking, like they're on the boardwalk, and it's just like you're on a bull. Like you, you're not and you'll die. You can't. You can't run on them. You can only. You can only you walk. Jump. So you'll just get. But they, but they just like. But the the walking animation is just the same as like you're walking down the street. Whereas in the Super Nintendo one, it's like they're like hustling. Yeah, but what I'm saying because remember you tried and you just fell in between I, the bulls right, and you died. Right. Right. So you technically really can't even. No. Walk on them. You have to like jump on one and jump onto the. Which next. is different than the arcade version. The arcade version, you got bulls tip to tip, and they're and, and you're able to run across a bunch of bulls at the same time. So, 
you know, there's well, a, it's kind of like a throwaway thing, but it's still like kind of cool. But you that's know? a perfect example of when you add up all of those little. No, pieces, I know, I understand. It, it <laughs> again, the, the, it's it's almost like the little pieces that seal up the cracks in a game. The Genesis doesn't have that, and the Super Nintendo does, and that's the big difference between the two. And that, honestly, that's what makes either a decent game or a phenomenal game. And then in the, when you when you really kind of work on the engine to make the playability that much better and then the animation and the speech and all that other stuff that's just the icing on the cake that's what immerses you in the world that you're in already and i don't know if they is weird i don't know if they did it on purpose or they they took yeah i mean they clearly took the idea from sonic and this in the genesis version of the game where the you coins. shoot the guys and you get the coins and then if you get hit like coins will come out of you yeah, but yeah. you like they don't really technically do anything except for a high score, it's not like you mm. you have coins or and you like, get an extra life, if or you, you or you one. get it, you get hit, and you can grab the coin again, and you can still get hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like as the rings in Sonic, I don't. I'm, they must have took that idea from I just, Sonic, I just, but I don't I know just why. Wonder, I just wonder if they really took it from Sonic because that game came out in late 1991. So you the, the arcade had, was already at the arcade, but I don't even. Would they have had enough time to put that in from June of well, 1991? Well, they. I think I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but it maybe it, they threw it in because it, it doesn't. It seems like a half-assed idea because it doesn't really it doesn't really do anything. You know, just takes away from your score. <laughs> yeah, it's like negative a yeah. thousand when you get hit. <laughs> and so, and kind of finishing up with the Genesis version, it, it feels more like a like a transitional Genesis game as opposed to a middle of the timeline Genesis game. 1992 is really the midpoint of the Genesis cycle, so. And when you when you live in a world where Sonic the Hedgehog exists, and you make a game like Sunset Riders on the Genesis, which looks like it could be an like a early generation game, like a 1989 or a 1990 game, yeah, it's it's hard to go back to that and say I'm gonna I want to enjoy this game when when there's games like Sonic the Hedgehog that are color way more colorful and fluid and not that Sonic is a run and gun shooter but you know what you know what I'm saying it's like you know you're almost taking a step back when you get when you play that game compared to what came before it so like I said even if those other levels were there I don't know if it would quite measure up no um, it wouldn't it it wouldn't matter cuz if it's not fun to play then fucking have you can have three levels you can have nine levels I mean it's not <laughs> to say that you can't have fun with it right I mean if you if you play that game enough and you get down the cadence of where things are but it's just it's just kind of brutal and yeah, I was gonna say as like I'm, I was I was trying to think of uh, as it as its own the Genesis version as its own game. I don't know, man. I, I, it's hard to say because I've played the Super Nintendo version so much. Like I don't know if I could say the Genesis version as a standalone game if the, the Super Nintendo version didn't exist. If if some, if it would still be considered a, a good game, the Genesis version. If the Super Nintendo version didn't exist, no, I. Th- I'll tell you right now, if the Super Nintendo version didn't exist, we would not be talking about the Genesis version as much as we do. The only reason we talk about the Genesis game as much as we do, I think, is because there's another version that came out that was really successful, which right. is the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just be another middle of the path. It'd be Shadow Blasters. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I guess so. It, yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't be anything to write home about. Yeah. Because it's nothing to write home about. I mean, that was the first time like, when I got it Last week was the first time I've ever played it on the Genesis. Oh, you didn't know that this has been like a GIMP port for a long time? No. Oh. I, I don't think so because I, I just remember... What a letdown. Jeez. I know. <laughs> I turned around. I was like, what the fuck? There's like two characters? I was like, what the fuck is that, this That shit? being said, I probably would have bought it for 40 bucks though. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... 
Well, I mean, at least whatever. At least we, a, we could at, just say it now. At least to play. I was yeah. I was gonna say it now. It's definitely not. There's no way I would, unless you're going for a complete collection. There's really no reason no. to own this, like especially because it's like get 80, the Super Nintendo version. It's like eighty, ninety dollars complete for the Genesis. How much is the How much is the Super Jeez, Nintendo I, one? I don't know. Was, I should have looked, but I, 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 you know what? I saw. It's funny because I, I, I was playing the um the Genesis version when I got it, and then I went on Facebook, and s- someone is in a like a video game group on uh, mm-hmm. Facebook, and is selling is just a loose copy of of Sunset Riders on Super Nintendo for seventy. So I think it's around. That, that doesn't sound like a bad price. I think it's around sixty, seventy dollars just for the cart. You know, on the Super Nintendo. Do you think that Sunset Riders on Super Nintendo is a seventy dollar is, is worth is is worth seventy dollars to play it? I say yes because I've <laughs> had it for like over twenty years, and it just can always play it. It's a tur. It's it's. It, I mean, it is like turtle. It's a turtles in time game where no matter how many times you've played it, it doesn't lose its charm. It's still just. Right. A, it's like just as fun mm-hmm. as when I like originally played it. I actually think I enjoy it now more than when I than when I first played it. Well, you know, I don't think there are any accidents. So let me let me kind of give you my perspective on the Genesis any version. Accidents, because this was most likely this was the first game Konami produced on the Genesis, like actually developed on the Genesis. So I think it it was give them a pa- a little bit of a pass. Well, uh, oh, Konami, yeah, sure, but I think it was their proving ground. It was their it was their way to work out the kinks of Genesis development because they had been a Nintendo developer all the way back to the, the NES. Kind of sucks it had to be this game, you know? Could have been like some other... Right. <laughs> but but then but then think of this, though. If if the mistakes that they made on this game made all the other games that they made better, then that makes this game important. It makes it important for being the sort of the, the guinea pig, at least. To, yeah, because I guess the Hyperstone it, Heist is, is still a good game. Hyperstone Heist is awesome. No, that's what I'm saying. It's a great game. But when you think about... Rocket Knight Adventures, Castlevania, Contra Hardcore, TMNT, Tiny, T- even Tiny Tunes, oh, yeah. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. All these games might have been better for what they learned about the Genesis hardware by working on Sunset Riders. So in that way, you can kind of look at it and say, well, this game has its place for a good reason, and that's because it helped Konami get its grips so that it could make get all these other, the door. all these other awesome, awesome games. So, you know, does that make it? worthy for you to want to keep it in your Genesis library? I, I don't think so. No. But but it's important for that for that aspect itself because Capcom, Konami, these are companies that before this era they were not working with Sega. And so this game was almost well, of like, course. almost like the Sega didn't really I mean right. I mean they existed but not really. Right, exactly. Until the Genesis <laughs> the Master System. So, yeah. It's a classic through and through. We never got a sequel. Not that I know of at least. I don't even know if for, they've ever for Sunset Riders, but I mean, have they ever even ported it like on a Virtual Console or Xbox that's a good, Live that's or a good question. PlayStation Network? I don't, I don't think so. Question. It's a it's a fabulous title, especially the Super Nintendo version. I think they they really hit it out of the park with that. They did an awesome awesome job. With, I mean, what's funny is that the arcade platform that they made it on is more like the Genesis than it is the Super Nintendo because of the processor in there, the sixty eight thousand Motorola, which is the same one in the CPS arcade platform. Oh. And the Super Nintendo doesn't use anything like that, so it's just the you know the there's no good reason why they couldn't have made a good version on the Genesis. But again, they never used the Genesis before. They probably had a short timeline to get it on there when they decided, you know what? All right, we are going to develop for this platform. They are here to stay, and maybe they rushed it out the door, you know? Yeah. Which the Super Nintendo they had a little bit more time to develop it. Yeah, they kind of just got 
they literally got everything right on the Super Nintendo version, as in the Sega version. They pretty much did. I don't want to say everything wrong, but everything not as not right. enough things right. <laughs> yeah, not enough things right. Like the the core of the gameplay is there. The characters move okay, but everything it literally plays completely. It like plays like com- completely different. It's almost like a reimagining of the of the game because it's not really the same game with an all male cast. All male cast, like Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, like that. Like Glenn and Gary suck Ross's meaty cock and drop their hairy nuts in his eager mouth. Yeah, <laughs> Pr- pretty much. <laughs> oh, male cast. So let's talk about uh, uh, memories of this game. You know what my memories well, are kinda, of this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I. <laughs> I never I never played this game when I was a kid. I never saw it in an arcade. I never played it on Super Nintendo. It wasn't <laughs> until no it, it, it wasn't it wasn't until much later that I actually became acquainted with this game. So it's not in my memory banks. But tell me more, Trenton, about what you remember of playing this game when you were a kid. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of touched on it a little bit. I actually, I, I'm pretty sure I bought it myself with my own money I earned. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I think it was. It was probably seventy dollars at KB Toys. No, it was probably. It, I think it was like birthday money because I, I definitely remember going to KB and it was, if you were in, if you were in the, the KB where we were, if you, if you were like up at the front at the register, like to the left side, mm-hmm. like you could, you could actually like, you could actually like touch grab some of the games they weren't oh. like directly behind the register right, and right, it was right. it was i think it was actually there because those were i think those were these those the ones on like the left side yep. towards the out, outer side of the yep, register where you could still walk up to were it. the ones like that were like kind of like the cheaper games yeah like either so i i definitely remember buying it that's new. where they had the jaguar games when they were when they were <laughs> clearancing them uh i definitely remember it was buying like on a little pegboard and there's there. no way i spent 60 dollars on it so it must have been wh- when did the super nintendo one come out 93 93 Man, it must have been after. I I'm pretty sure I got it for like, like thir- middle of '93. I'm pretty sure I bought it for like thirty dollars or something because I had could have been on sale. Yeah, and I think it was just like you know the red line through it, and it was like thirty bucks or something like that. They were clearancing them. It was weird because I, I, I it's funny because I don't remember like. Do you remember why you bought it? That's what I was trying to say. Like I don't re- like I don't remember like. I mean, I was I was what eight or nine. Your, like, mo- your monthly trek down to the down to the the mall and just like the excitement of, I have the opportunity to get a new game and I bet you you went down there and didn't even know what you were gonna get. Yeah, like the only thing the only thing I think of is, I had Turtles in Time because that's the game I got with the Super Nintendo. So this, is, this must have been like April or May. Um, you know, it, it probably was because my birthday was in March and mm-hmm. I would get like you know you get your birthday money from like right. everyone, so I probably had some money that my mom let me use. Mm-hmm. Mom was going down to Strawberries to get a Michael Bolton CD. No, I don't think so. No, not a Michael. <laughs> there was no Michael Bolton. Maybe like a Sade album. Oh, there you go. Like the cassette. Michael Jackson's Dangerous album. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I had the tape. Leave me alone. My friend Josh Narkowitz <laughs> gave it to me for my birthday when I was in first grade. Dangerous. <laughs> it's a good song. Wait, did that have jam on it? Jam, ding, ding, I'm much for me. Jam, Amy. That's a good question. Important, but yeah, important question. You know, it probably was like April or May though. But I just the only thing I could think of, even though I don't know how I would associate that, is that obviously the Ninja Turtles game was made by Konami. This is made by Konami. That's the only thing I mm. can think of. Or it maybe I kind of kind of looked like or, it. Or maybe I just saw the box and the like the screenshots. I mean, half of the games you would uh you would 
you would get would just be based on the um yeah it'd just be based on the uh the cover art or just like the screenshots on the back you're like oh my god this game looks the cover cool. art looks amazing yeah and like the screenshots of the game looks awesome that's the only thing i could think of because i'm pretty sure it was i definitely i don't remember reading video game magazines i mean i, I it was but i have no recollection of like seeing the game in like game pro so or was, something like that pure intuition it must have been so you run home and you're like i made the right choice <laughs> yeah it wasn't uh it wasn't like i bought uh the Bulls versus Blazers and was in the, uh, in the NBA playoffs. And I would just play it just, <laughs> just because I had it and it was the only basketball game I had. It was the fucking slowest moving game ever. <laughs> we we played a lot of that. Like back I in tried the day. to I tried to enjoy it. We played a lot of Bulls versus Blazers in the NBA playoffs. You would just you would just have to go across the key and hit the shoot button and you would dunk every single time. It was like the slowest animation dunks. Yeah. You'd hear the squeaks of the shoes though. Oh yeah. <laughs> It was more realistic. And then when, when there'd be like two seconds left, you hear like the coach be like, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> the ball just looked like a whopper, like the uh, the chocolate covered whopper. It, it, there was no, it was just like a brown circle. Yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't even have the lines on it like a basketball. It was just a brown circle. <laughs> it was like a fucking potato. <laughs> that parquet floor of the uh, Boston Celtics. Oh, jeez. Now I actually kind of want to play it just to see like how bad it is. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I have a copy. Do you have a copy? I don't know. You get two I think USA it plays, basketball. I think it plays. Di- I, I probably plays different on the Genesis than it does the Super Nintendo. That'll be the next episode. <laughs> Bulls versus Blazers in the NBA playoffs. Isn't it different on the Super? Like the Sega version is like Bulls and or like Celtics. So, there, so there's there's Bulls versus like there's a Celtics versus Lakers. I think in the NBA playoffs. And then there's Bulls versus Blazers in the NBA playoffs. Blazers, huh? I can't believe the Blazers got the uh, Trail Blazers got. I remember a, when they got to got the a finals. cover. Got a cover. Well, they were on the finals. Yeah, I know. They were in the finals. Clyde the Glide. Yeah. Drexler. Terry Porter. Chris Mullen. No, nope, I know he's not on the Blazers. Golden, I know that. <laughs> gold, yeah. No, that's not the Warriors. The, that's not the right team. <laughs> he was a St. John's St. John's Redmen. <laughs> Chris Mullen. So I I think. Um, but yeah, to sum, d- to sum it all up. Yeah, I mean, if unless you have more. No, to talk I was about. just, I was just trying to wreck. The thing is, I, I have more fun. Definitely have more fun playing it now than I did then. Well, you played a one player back then. Yeah. So most, of, I really don't remember even playing, really playing it that much with anyone else, which is weird. You know, it'd be one. It would be a good one to have in the rotation. Oh, you mean just to have back then? Yeah, yeah. just to like, you know, play all your games. You know. Yeah, it wasn't like a in between. It was know, weird because kung, kung fu kid. It, it's not like a mainstream game like you could probably no. ask most people they they probably don't really have that if you're a gamer you know the game yeah yeah but yeah. if you're not they're not gonna know it they might know turtles no oh, well, yeah i mean everybody. but they're not gonna know they're not gonna know sunset riders by and large yeah so i think the recommendation is going to be if you can find the super nintendo one definitely try to get that whatever it is i think right now at least uh, unless it starts going up to like 100 like it's definitely it's definitely worth the seventy if it's know, seventy dollars with, with the way things have been going it might be it might be up that far no but, well no I'm just saying the cart by itself I'm pretty sure is like seventy bucks it's com- funny because like there's so many fakes repros on new other man look at this what the cart or the new other it's fake it's a fake cart I mean they oh, there's, you have to type in Sunset Riders authentic do you why do I have to type in authentic. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I just write, type in uh, Sunset Riders? I know it's wild. There's so many repros. Are there any buy now or best offers? Or? There's only a few copies on here that are authentic, and they're all going for over a hundred dollars. 
120. Look on, look on sold. Is that with the box, though? Uh, one is with the box, and that's almost 200. Fucking Christ. Yeah, so hold on. Let me see. Talk about that. one I wish I had the box for. Right. I mean, any pretty much any game like that for the Super Nintendo. So, I don't know, maybe that's just people who are looking to, to cash in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, someone had listed it for 70 in, in yeah, this I Facebook mean, group. It, so. Yeah, the la- latest one was sold for 80 plus shipping. 70 plus shipping. Um, so, I mean, anywhere you go, I, I, I guess... This is a re- complete one for 80. Someone got a deal? Or yeah. is it like a repro, repro box? Because people are doing those now. Really? Yeah, people are making repro box. I mean, unless some, maybe just someone put it up with like a buy Yeah, this out. is a repro box. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it's come to. You're on the spot, man. What the heck? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about here. You don't even know. It's got a repro insert, repro manual. $100 just the cart, $100 just the cart, $91 with shipping. Man. Plus I mean, even though, it, even though it's that, I'd... I mean, I, I still think it's, I still think it's worth a hundred dollars, just because it has so much replay. You can you could play you play it through by yourself. It's still just as fun as playing a two player. I, I think. I mean, just take your time though. I mean, there's another one here that sold for sixty with sh- plus shipping. So I mean, you just gotta bide your time. No, I know, but I'm just saying it's check it, your local. It's listings. worth it. It's worth it e- either way. I think whatever you whatever you're gonna pay for, I still think it's worth it. I, I worry about these repros, man. What if the boards are too <laughs> thick? They ruin your systems. Well, that's 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 why we don't. That's why we don't do the repros. No. So but the Genesis version, I would just no. I would, I would avoid it. I don't think it's worth it. It's definitely not. I don't think it's worth it. I really don't. I think it's it's a if you're if you're if you're willing to spend forty dollars on the Genesis version, take that money, save it, put it towards the Super Nintendo version, and I think you're going to be all the happier for yeah. it. Yeah. The only necessity is just if you're going for a complete Genesis collection. That's that's about it. Okay. Well, it's one out of eight hundred and. <laughs> 55 games. Oh, that's, a, that's I'm telling you, that's the only reason to buy it. Gosh. Unless unless you find it somewhere for cheap, then obviously get it. But I wouldn't pay whatever $100 complete for it. Agreed. Unless Agreed. You're, you know, getting a whole Agreed. You know, it's like getting a but, whole Saturn collection. But it is but it is a classic. It's a game that there's there's not much like it. That's the thing. It's like it's not where you can find a beat 'em up that's good, and you can suggest something else, maybe if it's too expensive. There's not really anything like Sunset Riders. You, I, I don't even think you can call Contra. Yeah. Like you know, you like, like Final Fight Three is bad. Well, you play a uh, you could play Rival like Turf, Rival Turf, or Brawl Brothers. Yeah, right? which like is one of those which ones. Maybe you know? better, you yeah. know, for ten bucks or fifteen bucks. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Sunset uh, Sunset Riders, I don't think there's a, a, a sort of an analog to that. That's the same. No, yeah, not, that, you're not, that, right. not that I can think of. So yeah, it, for that reason alone, I think it might be worth it to to spend a little bit more cash and get the get the Super Nintendo version. Oh, definitely, most definitively. So, um, but that's about it. That's all we have to say about that. I think you know it stands it stands on its own as a great game, and um, you know if you if you hadn't had a chance to experience it, try to remedy that because it's a phenomenal game and it's a great thing to do with a buddy too. If you have a friend over, it's a it's a probably a thirty minute playthrough. Uh, it's it, it's actually a fairly long game. I'm I was because when I was playing it like a week or two ago, I depending I, on skill, I'd probably depending put, on skill, I probably put in at least yeah like forty five minutes or so, mm. and I hadn't got to the last level yet. All right, that's because you suck. Well, that's not really. You just go from left to right. Mm. It's not like a <laughs> it's not like a wave of enemies and you're just stuck in one spot. <laughs> uh, well, having said that. <laughs> 
uh, whatever you're doing, guys, keep gaming, keep enjoying it, uh, keep living. Uh, be safe, be happy, be healthy, and as always, keep it turbo. Chew it and do it. Chew it.